Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Holla Black Podcast, where we have a desire to build community and mindset through conversation. Please share, like, and subscribe to this podcast to join us weekly as we continue to be brave leaders that are accountable to communicating knowledge to the world, one episode in action at a time. If you're on social media, please share this podcast and tag me at Ron L. Blackman so that I can repost and join the conversations with you as you become better today than you were yesterday. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. It's your boy, your favorite host and MC, your running host and MC as well, talking about loving yourself and how you can learn to love other, others, or should I say be better at loving others. Now that I am for this week's podcast uh, presented to you is I deserve a love that never leaves me guessing. I deserve a love that never leaves me guessing. Do you understand and do you uh, respond to, do you feel, do you um, take in the fact that you deserve a love that never leaves you guessing. You should never guess. Do you feel loved? Number one, you should be loving yourself stronger than anything else, right? But also requiring others to give you and show you that same level of respect and love as well. So once again, the I am statement for this episode is I deserve a love that never leaves me guessing. Next up, I want to go into our quote for this episode. Um, This episode, we're going to talk about how your love for yourself sets the standard for others. Let me say that again. Your love for yourself sets the standard for others. Think about the fact that when you practice self-love and respect, you not only set the standard for how others should treat you, but you also, you also become less tolerant, right, of some of the people that would um, not treat you with the kindness, the respect, and the consideration. Um, And you become actually more attracted to those who do. Now, let me say that again. Let me say that again. When you practice self-love and respect, right, you set the standards for how others should treat you. You become less tolerant of people. Nobody likes to tolerate anything that's not fulfilling to our goals, our needs, our desires. And here where we are now, we're looking to move forward. We're looking to move that needle. And in order to do that, we cannot be tolerant of people that don't treat us with kindness, respect, and consideration, right? We have to become more attracted to those who do. All right. Now I want to go into some definitions because, you know, certain um, points we find that you know, uh, two angles or two ideals just really need to line up. In the last episode, we talked about, now this is part two. Let, let me remind you, this is part two of loving yourself and becoming better at loving others, right? But in the first part, we talked about Oxford as well as Webster, Webster's Dictionary, um, or should I say definitions of love. But on this episode, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to go into the Urban Dictionary, right? I've been finding more and more examples and more and more phrases being used in slang or whatever that allow for just a different conversation. And there might be a different meaning or phrases that are put And I actually have found some right here that may have people on a different track of thinking when talking about love. Okay, so if we define love on an urban dictionary scale, number one, it talks about sacrifice. Right. It talks about sacrifice, being willing to sacrifice everything for someone. You may be dealing with someone and they're saying that they love you. And this is the type of love that they're talking about. This is the description 
of love. This is the meaning of love. So getting a good understanding of what that means. But then also, if you just think about yourself, for instance, that sacrifice that you have to have for self, right? For where you want to go, you have to be willing to sacrifice everything for someone that someone could very well be yourself. It could be, again, personally or professionally, right? Like that love for what you do, that love for who you are, that love for another, it allows for you to see that thing reciprocally um, and reciprocal, should I say. Uh, Number two, a choice of devotion, being devoted to, right? Like having that level of concern and that level of desire for nourishment, right? To be fulfilled daily, right? To be fulfilled, to choose to be fulfilled, right? Devoted to, right? Again, that's a definition, um, or should I say that that is um, defining love in the Urban Dictionary. And last but definitely not least, I want to talk about adoration, right? So adoration is another form of love in an Urban Dictionary that talks about how love is never silent. Woo! Think about that. Love is never silent. Have you ever loved or had um, received love from someone that didn't tell you I love you? I hear this often about family members or, you know, people saying, hey, you know, I had a parent that, you know, I know they love me because they provided for me. They did this, but, you know, they never told me they love me, never expressed uh, verbally how they felt about me and about the direction that I was going or the decisions that I was making. Right. Or who I was just as a person. Right. So Urban Dictionary, again, those are three definitions, three descriptors of um, love. Right now, I would love for us to pick love. You see what I did there? I would love for us to pick up where we left off. And, you know, we talked about first five things, right? We talked about last week how, you know, these different tips, these different tricks, these different um, areas of focus can help you when not only finding self-love, but also developing and becoming a better love or providing love to others. Okay. So last week we talked about number one, self-compassion. Practicing self-compassion, right? Being compassionate about, you know, not only yourself, your mistakes, but then also others having that patience. Number two, prioritizing self-care. If you're new to the Hollow Black Podcast, we love to talk about self-care, right? And self-care is very important because at the end of the day, if you don't take care of self, then how in the world can you take care of anything or anyone else? Number three, setting boundaries. Number four, cultivating gratitude. And number five, practicing forgiveness. Now, if you want to deeper dive into those five, please make sure you check back. um, Look back at the part one of this. This right here is part two, right? Where we're going to dive in and have some fun with, you know, some uh, terms, some words, some areas of focus that we believe that can really move the needle forward, especially when talking about, you know, developing a stronger sense of self-love and allowing for others to love you even better, but then also you loving others better. Okay. So number six, we're going to start off right here. Fostering empathy, fostering empathy, fostering empathy, meaning in a sense of just truly, truly seeking to understand, seeking to understand the, you know, um, Seeking to understand the perspectives and experiences of others without judgment, right? Practicing active listening and striving to empathize, striving to empathize with their emotions or struggles. Whew, that's difficult. And that's only difficult for the people that you decide to love, that you have given 
permission and said, hey, I want to love you. I want to dedicate. I want to devote myself to you. I want to adore you, right? Fostering empathy is huge. Now, you may not want to have specific empathy with everyone because that could bog you down, right? We talk about self-care and boundaries, right? You don't want to take on so much of others to where you're way down, right? But we want to make sure to seek to understand the perspectives, the different thought processes, the experiences, the different things that may have happened to a different individual, right? And do it without judgment, right? That's such a difficult time and a difficult place to be, but to be in a place where you don't where you understand without judgment allows for number one, you to have that superhuman power to listen, right? But then also practice active listening, right? But also it allows for you to become even more empathetic with their emotions, their struggles, what they may be going to and give you even further, even further patience. All right. So that's number six, fostering empathy, right? Here we are. Number seven, being authentic. What do you mean by being authentic right now? I mean, embracing your true self, right? Your true energy, your true anatomy, your true um, physical appearance, uh, physical strengths, physical weaknesses, right? Being authentic, being humble, so to speak, um, to some degree, but then also being empowered to know that, hey, I am and I can and I will do certain things, right? Embracing your true self and celebrating the fact that you are unique. We talk about this all the time. I love to talk about the fact that everyone is one of one. No one else thinks like you, looks like you, acts like you. Even a perfect match or should I say a twin, so to speak, doesn't have exactly the same uniqueness that you do. You are one of one. You have been created as such. All right. Authenticity. Think about this. It fosters just a deeper connection with other people in relationships, whether again, it be personal or professional and allows us to live in alignment with the values and beliefs that we have. Wouldn't you like a lifestyle where you aligned and everyone else aligned, right? With the values and benefits that you bring to the table, right? That you decide, that you discover, that you have found to be so useful. Think about that. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about being authentic. No one can judge you. No one can take anything that you do away because you are being the most authentic person that you can be. All right. Next up, number eight, I want to talk about cultivating kindness. All right, cultivating kindness. Think about that, creating a culture, right? Tilling it, creating momentum of kindness. Think about the fact that you each and every single day have an opportunity to actively, that means going out for, that means doing something and not uh, not, not having necessarily a medal or a award attached to it, but actively looking for opportunities to just be kind, not only to others, but also to yourself. Think about it. Be kind to you, right? Treat you well, like create a culture to where you're kind and you're looking at yourself with not just a what you don't like, but what you do like, right? You're, you're describing yourself and you're showing moments of gratitude, moments of, you know, that deep breath, right? Inhale confidence, exhale doubt, right? Thinking about all the different things that you can do and be not only to yourself, but also to others. Let's also talk about the small acts of kindness and how so much of a 
significant impact it can have both not only on the giver, but also the recipient, right? It allows for us to foster feelings of connection and compassion. I think about this just the, um, just this week, had a fantastic week uh, with the kiddos, right? And at school, it was teacher appreciation uh, week and also Valentine's, right? Um, this past week. And it allowed for us to, you know, go and just show our love, right? For the teachers, for what they do, for what they, you know, have um, cons- consistently been a part of our students' lives, right? And it just allowing us to do that in a very, you know, very kind way. Right. Like very, hey, I'm not asking you to do anything special for my kids. I'm sharing with you just I appreciate the kind things that you do and that you are for my child, for the other students, and that you know that it goes it goes seen, right? It doesn't go unappreciated. We appreciate it. We see each and every single thing that you may do. And the numbers might not show it, right? But we see your heart, right? We see your compassion. We recognize that connectivity that you have with our children. Okay. Shout out to all the teachers out there. All right. Number nine, let's talk about this. Practice mindfulness. Mm -hmm. Yes. Taking those moments to stay in the present, right? Cultivating awareness of your thoughts, feelings, and sensation. And guess what? Doing it without any judgment. Like, do you ever judge your thoughts? You ever judge your feelings? Do you ever judge your sensations, right? Like think about the fact that we need to have a moment of clarity to where we stay very present in this moment and not track back to years past, not look too far forward, right? But that we are cultivating an awareness of our thoughts, our feelings, our sensations, and doing it without judgment because we deserve to feel the way that we feel at that very moment. Now, there may be some adjustments that we need to make when it comes to those thoughts, feelings, and sensations, right? Especially if they're not aligned with the goals and the purpose and the plan that we have for ourselves, right? And it doesn't align with exactly where we want to be, but we have an opportunity to give ourselves, right? That mindful moment of, man, I don't have it all together, right? But that's okay. It's okay because it's currently where I am, but I'll get through it. I'll get through it as long as I'm still breathing, as long as I'm still working, as long as I'm still doing all the things that I need to do in order to, again, stay present in that moment. Cultivate those awarenesses, right? And then lastly, number 10, man, number 10, I love it. I love this because I, I feel like we're we're leaving, we're ending on one of the best notes, and that's seeking support, right? That's developing that um, group, that support group, that nurturing of relationships, right? You surrounding yourself, with support and nurturing the relationships, reaching out to friends, making sure that you're constantly, that you are constantly doing the things that you need to do in order to be the best version of you, right? Like in order to be the best version of yourself, you have to have those supportive and nurturing relationships. So this is what I'm going to ask you. This is what I want you to do. Reach out to your friends, family members, or a therapist for guidance, right? And encouragement on your journey towards self-love and loving others, right? Because loving relationships are within your grasp. Loving relationships are right there for you. And it will allow for you to be at the best position that you can be in your life, especially when thinking about loving others and loving yourself. Remember, we're talking about loving yourself and loving others better right here. Part two, closing it out. 
Make sure that you share, like, and subscribe, whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, or Buzzsprout, and follow at Ron L. Blackman. That's two N's, one L, Blackmon, M-O-N, and Hollow Black Podcast so that we can continue to grow our community and build a better future generation. All right? We love you. We hope that you continue to have a great day and continue to make today the very best day of your life. Make it better today than it was yesterday. Holla Black.